Welcome to my podcast. I am Jason Tizano. Today I'm here with Ashley, who is from or lives in Dallas. Um, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you for asking me to be here. Yeah. So what kind of sparked you to start in uh, weight loss? Not being able to play with my kids because I couldn't breathe or I couldn't walk. Um, and I couldn't chase them around because after 10 se- seconds of chasing them around, it was like everything I had. Gotcha. Yeah. Start like breathing heavy and yeah, like I couldn't, I'd have extreme feet pain, like walking any amount of time. I mm-hmm. shin splints all the time. Oh, um, just a lot, a lot of pain. So gotcha. And so when did you start losing weight? Um, I started playing around with losing weight in, um, about June of 2016. Okay. And, but then in January of 2017 is when I got serious. And I was like, that's it. I have to do something now. Like mm-hmm. I can't live the rest of my life like this. I can't not be a part of my kids' lives the way I want to be. And just even, you know, even with my husband and being embarrassed all the time and not comfortable in my own skin. So I, so it was 2017 is when I got serious. 2017. Okay. So it's like a year about where you're kind of like, were you trying different diets or just trying like one? And Before that, I was uh, trying the yo-yo dieting, uh, just trying whatever was hot and what people told me to do. Um, and I had some friends that suggested some YouTube videos. Um, We were pretty low income at the time and I just didn't have money to do anything. Um, So I just found some YouTube videos and they were literally like 10 minute videos and I couldn't even always make it through the 10 minute videos. Gotcha, yeah. At least you were starting. And so that YouTube kind of um, got you doing something. Mm -hmm. Did did you start losing weight or was that just kind of getting in the door? Um, I lost a little bit, not much. Um, I probably lost less than 10 pounds in that six months just because I didn't really have direction. I didn't really have knowledge of anything. I was just like trying the typical things that you would think of starving yourself and uh, trying to work out. Um, I started walking my kids every day in the stroller instead of driving to the park. I would try to walk to the park, but it was just really hard because my feet hurt so bad um, that it was just it was too excruciating to do much. So I, pro- I probably lost in between those six months, probably about 10 pounds. Okay. But you stuck with it, which is yeah. huge. So are your feet a lot better now? Yes, definitely. Um, it, it, it was hard in the beginning, uh, you know, especially when I got serious and I started um, intense workouts. Like there were days that I had to leave early because the shin splints I had, and it wasn't the shoes I had or anything. It was just, I had so much extra weight that my feet, my legs couldn't handle carrying me. Um, so there was a lot of Epsom salt baths and foam rowing. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's good. You, you stuck with it. That sounds super painful. Um, how much weight have you lost so far? So percentage wise, I've lost 90 pounds of fat Okay. on my, but I've gained muscle. So my scale weight isn't at 90 pounds just because I've gained muscle, but I've lost 90 pounds of fat. 90 pounds of fat. So how did you figure that out? Uh, there's uh, these t- certain in-body tests that you can do 
okay. um, that it's a certain professional scale that will measure um, weight versus muscle and the muscle in each um, uh, limb and everything like that. Okay. Interesting. Well, that that's a lot of weight for sure. And it's probably like more, probably like 110 or 20 pounds. If right. Like yeah, that. it was, I, I was, when I started out, I think I was like a size 22 okay. or something like that. And, um, and then once I lost all the weight, I was about a size eight. Size eight. Wow. Now I've gained muscle and I can no longer fit into an eight because I've gained muscle. <laughs> but when I lost the weight before I gained muscle. So, but if I had a choice of being a size eight with no muscle and being a size 10 with muscle, I choose mm -hmm. the 10. 10. Yeah. So are you still kind of have more weight to lose or are you now just like, yeah, I do. Um, and actually this past last year, I had like a mental breakdown. Okay. Um, and from last year uh, up until June, I had actually put 25 pounds back on, uh, just cause personally in my life, I went through some really dark things, but since June, um, I've dropped off 18 of those pounds. Okay. Um, so I'm almost back to where I was. And then, um, from there we'll keep going. Gotcha. Well, that's good. You're able to, I know I've had dark stuff you know mentally too life happens man it like it, it makes as long as you're in this for life and and your true health not just what you look like in clothes but your health yeah setbacks will happen i've got three kids and i've got a busy life and health and fitness is totally a part of my life and mm -hmm. a part of who i am yeah and so when i first started i would beat myself up if if I gained a pound or if I didn't do the workout or if I ate the food because I was so focused yeah. on, I don't want to be fat anymore that I didn't understand the health aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So now, yeah, I put on 25 pounds and that really sucked. And I went through a lot of stuff, but I'm so glad that working out and my health and fitness helped me get out of those dark places and yeah. that I'm still on this path because my mind is for life. It's, it's not like I just, you know, it's, it's yeah. a marathon. It's not a sprint. So crap happened, but we can keep going. Yeah, no, that's, that's big that you, uh, you know, you didn't give up and sometimes those things will just, you know, make you stronger. Mm -hmm. um, I think for me too, is uh, definitely have helped me. And, you know, it's part of, part of life, you know, it's not yeah. all an upward trajectory. Like we all want to uh, portray or want it to be, so when you kind of think about your whole weight loss, how does it make you feel? Uh, so happy and so proud of myself. I love my weight loss journey so much. Yeah. Like seriously, thinking of who I was uh, a few years ago to who I am now, yeah. uh, because I did this in a way that it caused hard work. I'm so proud of myself. I never thought I could do the things I'm doing. Like I couldn't run. I couldn't do a sit up, a push up, a, a, a burpee was like, yeah, right. You're hysterical. Um, I couldn't resist all the food. And now I'm like 
I can flip 200 pound tires. I never in my life thought I could flip 200 pound tires yeah. or, or that I would enjoy bear crawls. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love the food I eat. And so when I look back at my journey, there are days that were hard and I wanted to give up, yeah. but for the most part, it's been such a joy mm -hmm. and a victory because I did it yeah. myself. It, it wasn't somebody else. It was me. And I didn't even know I had that strength inside of me. Yeah. And now the confidence I have, you know what? I still have weight to lose, but you could never tell me that I don't look good because I know I look good because yeah. I put in the work for it. Not only for the outside, but my actual organs, my, my body, my health, mm -hmm. my spiritual health. I put in that work and I am so proud of myself and I love the whole entire journey. Yeah. Well, it's cool to see like your feet are a lot better mm -hmm. and you just kind of realize a grit that you never would have known you, ha you know, have without doing the weight loss yeah. going through the journey. Yep. Well, cool. Any advice you'd give to someone that's like considering weight loss? You have to start where you are. You cannot look at anybody else and expect that you can just get up and be where they are. You are not competing against anybody else you can have role models you can have people that you look up to you can have people that you look to for advice but this is about you and your health and that looks completely different on every single person so you can never look at somebody else and feel bad about yourself because you're not them because you know what you were never made to be them you were yeah. made to be you yeah. And you were made to have your health and your fitness and for you to take care of it. Yeah. Um, and then the best way to do that is accountability, is a, a community behind you that supports you. I would have never been able to go through this journey without the fierce people behind me on the days where I was like, not today that I've literally had some of my friends come to my house and be like, get up. We're doing this. And I've done the same to them. Like I am the most annoying best bully you could ever have in your life because excuses are just that they're excuses and you can overcome them. Yeah, no, that's huge. I think having a community and someone to kind of share your story with, accountable you know the, you, you can disappoint yourself we all disappoint ourselves all the time but mm -hmm. disappointing someone else is like another level and it's tough mm -hmm. to do and it's fun when you have people around you yeah. i don't believe in doing things in life that's not fun now, i'm not saying don't do yeah. things that are hard of course you're never going to grow if you don't do hard things yeah, yeah. but I have fun. I have fun in working out and, and I goof around with my friends and, and we're big jokesters and stuff like that. And so do things that are good for you, but that also make you happy. Yeah, I agree 100%, especially with the activity and exercise. Everyone thinks it's got to be like on a treadmill all alone for an hour just to burn some calories. But yeah. like I've talked to people who've done dancing or trampoline. Yeah like yeah we go kayaking yeah. uh, we love biking we we do workouts together in an actual yeah. workout program and and we'll race each other and we'll be partners with each other and and so i just i seriously you know i've got three kids like i said i've got three jobs i'm a busy mom yeah. but 
when I work out for that one hour, that's me time. And that's the time where I get to see my friends and, and we push each other and, you know, we'll pick on each other and and make each other go faster. And so it's, it's really enjoyable. It's not an obligation at all. Mm -hmm. We have, we have, I have multiple group texts with multiple people and we'll be like, Hey, where are you going today? Let's go work out. Let's get together. And, and so the community around me and the joy that we have in it, it doesn't have to be an obligation and it doesn't have to be miserable. Yeah. I, I think when I was younger, I thought it was. Uh, most of my family worked out when I was younger and I never did because it just sounded miserable. Yeah. And I was so wrong. No, for sure. I think that's huge. Like, you know, if you don't have someone, you know, just go to like a YMCA or try to find yeah. like a, a meetup or some type of class and, and meet some new people who are kind of on a similar journey you're on. Yeah, especially with technology, you have so many opportunities that you can find people out there who need your accountability and that you can be accountable to also, you know, whether it's somebody you already know or people you meet, you know, when we moved here to Texas, I didn't know anybody. And so when I started working out, I didn't know anybody. I have such a big community now that, and then I tell say probably 95% of the people I've met in Texas, I've met through my health and fitness journey and our accountability buddies now to me. Cool. That's awesome. We'll kind of get more into that too later on. So let's talk about food. So how did you kind of learn about food and nutrition when you were starting out? I love food a lot. My husband constantly tells me he wishes I would look at him the same way I look at food. <laughs> you got a <laughs> So I don't like diets. I don't like restricting yourself to the point where then you're going to binge mm. because you weren't happy. Uh, again, I believe in being happy with what you're doing. So when I first started with food, I followed um, a paleo type eating plan. Okay. I cut out all processed uh, sugars, um, anything, anything basically processed. I was eating meats, uh, vegetables, fruits, and the first month was difficult. I was kind of picky yeah. on what I liked, and so to tell me to drop spaghetti so I could eat spaghetti squash sounded so weird and hippie. And um, so the first month was hard and I just found foods, real foods, nutritional foods that are delicious. And I'm kind of spoiled because my husband's a really good cook. So I'll make meats and I'm really good at meats, but my husband's like the sauce boss and he can make anything flavorful. You can have, foods that are good for you that taste delicious. I don't suffer in what I eat. I love the foods I eat. And I totally believe in treating yourself. There's no point in going through life, sacrificing so much to the point where you're miserable. But the thing is with these fad diets, you've got to stick to this plan. And if you go off plan, then you feel bad about yourself because you went off plan. Feeling bad about yourself is not the way to success. Yeah. Setting yourself up for success with realistic goals, realistic shopping lists, whether you're single, you're married, you've got kids, you need to be realistic about the time that you have, the preparation that you have for cooking. I have, I'm a a typically, I cook from scratch, like everything. Not everybody has time to cook from scratch and you don't have to. My best friend, she is not a from scratch cooker. 
she gets most of her stuff frozen um, or just ready to throw into like an Instapot or Crock-Pot. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to be fr fresh. Yeah. You can yeah. still find good foods to put in your body mm -hmm. that are prepackaged. You just, yeah. in the beginning, it takes some work to figure out what that looks like. Yeah. But, but please be realistic with yourself. There's no point of starting off with expectations up here mm -hmm. that, that don't fit your lifestyle. Yeah. Put your expectations where your lifestyle are, because you know what? If you pass those expectations, you're going to feel amazing about yourself versus you didn't reach those expectations. Yeah. And then you feel crappy about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of starting off slow. Um, I mean, I've talked to people who, who eat six meals a day, three meals a day, you know, two meals a day. Like, and they've all lost weight. And, and so it's kind of shows there's no like perfect eating plan that will be perfect for everybody. There is not an everybody, every body is literally different yeah. and you have to figure out what works for your body. Yeah. And whether that is the six meals, the three meals, the, the one meal, whatever works for your body to fuel your body, give you the energy you need and is giving you the nutrition you need. Mm -hmm. That's what works for you. So yeah. there is no eating plan. That's a perfect eating plan because you can't cater to every single person. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's, it's, like it's investigation of you figuring out what works for yeah. you. Figuring out what works for you. That's, mm -hmm. you can't sell that. You can't sell uh, an infomercial saying, you got to figure out what works for you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to buy but that. It's also not quick and easy. And it, it takes, it takes yeah. some dedication to do that. But I'll tell you what, going through the journey myself, I'd do it 10 times over. Yeah. I, I would go through the hard work over yeah, and yeah. over again. Going through that thought, you know, thought process, asking who am I? What do I like doing that over and over again? So you really have a good understanding of who you are, what works for you. Yeah. Will make you feel great in the end. Um, so did, when you started, did you kind of write down what you were eating or kind of log it mentally? I think when I first started, yeah, that I did, uh, one of the, the apps where you would put in the amounts, okay. um, I needed to know, I needed to know what my intake was of, of calories, you know, the foods I was putting into my body, um, Every now and then I'll, I'll go back to it. If I'm, if I'm struggling, okay. I'll go back to it just to see, so I can look over it over a week. What did I have this week that maybe yeah. is causing me to struggle a little bit? And I don't even just mean with weight loss, what's causing me to get more sleepy. What's causing me to be sluggish. What's, what's giving me headaches this week? Okay. Cause that I think something not everybody realizes food affects so much. Yeah. of every it affects our moods it affects our energy it affects our health it affects our our mental uh capabilities food and what you're putting into your body really affects everything about you yeah. so knowing what you put into your body is so important so you can be respond your body is responding to optimal position of where you want it to be responding so you have the power to make your body respond exactly the way you want it to by the foods that you put in it mm -hmm. yeah and kind of figuring out those foods that maybe blow you or 
yep headache is is big so yeah i, I kind of like writing things down right at the beginning of a diet yeah. you don't have to do it forever but right unless you need that some people because you you get used to it you get used to that amount of calories that you're eating or those types of foods that you're eating um it was really helpful for me because i actually for right now hopefully not forever but for right now i can't actually have gluten or dairy okay. um and it's not my i don't have a physical reaction i actually get an emotional reaction really if I have gluten or dairy, I get rage. Really? And if you know me, I'm an annoyingly happy person. Yeah. Uh, I'm very upbeat and um, super friendly and outgoing. And when, <clears throat> excuse me, when I have gluten or dairy, I hate everybody and everything for really? no reason. Wow. Yeah, it's the craziest thing. And and I'm I'm on a supplement regimen and a detox regimen that will hopefully heal my body. Um, so between the foods I'm eating and uh, the supplements I'm taking, the, the goal is that my body is going to heal itself so that once again, I can have pizza mm -hmm. because a world without pizza is a shame. So I'm working towards that. Cool. cool. Did you kind of figure out those different supplements with your doctor? Yes. Yeah, I have a... A fundamentalist doctor who's a naturalist because I don't have problems with medication. Some people need to take medication for certain things in their life. I just would always prefer to try natural first. Mm -hmm. um, so I have sleep apnea and insomnia okay. um, and that affects a lot of my life. Yeah. Um, and so after I had that dark moment in my life last year, just kind of things just got really bad and I just couldn't live that way. It, I couldn't live in this place of no joy, in this place of crankiness all the time. And I couldn't pinpoint what it was. And so we went through um, cutting out foods and seeing how I responded to certain foods. And lo and behold, there was one day I had been off gluten and dairy. There was one day I got sick. Okay. So I had some crackers next two days I was a monster my husband was like can you move out for a few days like and so yeah so we did some testing and stuff and mm. found out you know that um I have an allergy to them which is weird because I've I've never really heard of somebody having an emotional allergy mm -hmm. uh to certain foods but yeah it can totally happen <laughs> yeah, you never know yeah I'm so I definitely don't suggest it. people just looking up supplements and taking them uh without speaking to someone because i do have a friend that was very into supplements and she started taking what she thought was good for her and then she ended up in the hospital months later because yeah. her system just couldn't handle what she was taking because right. even with supplements even though what i'm taking is is um things that my body's already producing well mm -hmm. if your body produces too much of something you can have a reaction to it so i still definitely suggest in consulting uh your doctor when taking supplements gotcha okay yeah yeah you kind of never know and they're mm -hmm. always trying to sell you some different yeah. supplement that will do a whole bunch of different stuff so your relationship with food, how has it kind of evolved, you know, before you were losing weight to kind of now? Do you, do you, you know, overeat or overeat less? I was a slave to food. Okay. I would eat whatever I wanted and never thought about it. Mm -hmm. I can recall a time that a friend 
brought over some chocolate tres leche. Have you ever had tres leche? I haven't. Oh my goodness. Good. It's delicious. It's a cake. It's a, it's tres leche is three milks and it's a cake and it's like wet. It's delicious. You yeah, should try it. Nice, yeah. So anyways, a friend brought, a friend brought over some chocolate tres leche because my husband was sick. Everybody had a piece. And I remember in the time that they were there in an hour and a half, I had five pieces and I just ate it and I didn't care. And I loved the way it tasted and I had zero self-control and I would never stop myself from eating what I wanted to eat when I wanted to eat it. And I I was a slave to food Mm -hmm. versus now um, I've got kids. And so my kids eat pretty decent, but they're still kids and they eat sugary things and it doesn't bother me. Like you guys can have my son's birthday just passed and they had so much <laughs> junk food for his birthday mm-hmm. and I was fine. And, and I was happy with the things I was eating again, cause I find foods that make me happy and you can have healthy foods that make you just cause you're eating healthy. Doesn't mean you don't enjoy it and mm-hmm. taste buds change. They never stop changing. True. So you can program your taste buds. And, and that's what I did. The first few months of, of eating uh, healthy were hard. And I had to make some adjustments. And now my palate, my husband used to say I had a 12-year-old's palate because I would not eat anything. Like, I, I wouldn't eat avocados, salsa, like I salt and pepper on my food and that was it. No spices or anything. And uh, now I, I love trying different things and I might not always like it, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I've expanded so much on the the possibilities of delicious food i can eat and i could talk about food all day long because i love food (laughs) so and i i love not being a slave to food and it's silly that i let myself get to that place like i have more willpower than that i didn't realize it but everybody does you have willpower and a strength inside of you that you always you don't always know about and it's hidden deep Mm -hmm. but if you reach far enough within with motivation and dedication and you realize how strong you actually are physically and mentally it's freedom it's food freedom yeah cool do you how, how many meals do you usually eat in a day I probably eat about six times a day. Six times. So like a few meals yeah. and kind of snacks. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do, I'll do a breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then I'll do um, a few snacks here and there. Cool. And then what type of things do you drink? Water. Water. And water. Is that like it was. And then water. Oh, oh I can't talk. <laughs> was that, uh, you know, before you were losing weight, a lot of like, pop or juice uh well i lived in florida and if anybody is from the south they know this grocery store called Publix, and Publix has the best sweet tea in the world okay and it has so much sugar in it (laughs) and i would eat sweet tea like it was going out of business (laughs) (laughs) and i was addicted uh to coke zero um which i mean it's Coke Zero. It doesn't have sugar. It has artificial sugar in it. Yeah. And and sometimes artificial sugar could be worse for you than actual sugar is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so getting off of the sugary drinks was rough. 
I was so addicted to them. Getting off caffeine, period. I was addicted to caffeine. It took me about a month and a half of slowly dwindling myself off of caffeine. Um, But now I don't, I don't drink any caffeine at all. And um, I take my natural supplements um, and I have more energy now than I did when I was taking uh, energy drinks. I was in Florida last week and I was staying up late most nights. And one night I was just so exhausted. And so I was like, I'm just going to get an energy drink. And it was the first time I'd got one in months. I didn't realize how fake the energy was. I was so mentally exhausted, but I was jittery. So the, the energy I got from that energy drink, all it did was jolt my body in this awkward jittery state, but Mm. mentally, like I was exhausted Mm. versus I take a supplement called my monk. Oh my gosh. Now I can't talk (laughs) monochondrial, which is in your gut. Um, and that's like your powerhouse energy. And so I take a supplement of that, which is something that your body already naturally produces. And the energy I sustain from that is not fake. So it was like a wow moment for me just the other day of, I never realized how fake that energy was. It wasn't real. And then it's just kind of like a sugar high. Yeah. And And then of course you crash the crash. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I'll drink orange juice. Um, I usually drink orange juice in the morning, um, just a little bit extra vitamin C. And then I have some amino acids in my orange juice. Um, but besides that, I mainly just drink water. Gotcha. And I love it. I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, if it's a special occasion or a holiday or something, I'll get something else. It's not that I can't and it's bad if I do. I eat healthy 80% of the time. And if I want to give myself a treat here or there, then mm. I can. And I can yeah. do it without feeling bad because I'm not doing anything wrong because I take care of my body. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that's a huge switch is just drinking more water mm-hmm. cutting out some of those uh sugary drinks oh yes there's people don't realize if you would just cut out first your drinks of what a difference it'll make and you know something i do is i have um one of those fruit infused water bottles okay. and so i'll put i usually go to work during the day with like i have this yeah. um and then like four other drinks that are all mainly water-based um and i drink them all i usually drink probably like 90 to a hundred ounces of water a day. Um, And so my fruit, if ever I'm like getting bored with water, my fruit infused water is such a great treat. And it's just that um, at home, I'll do like peaches and mint and just different types of fruit in it. And it gives me a little extra sweet. Yeah. A little bit of a flavor. Yeah. It does sometimes, you know, just drinking water, it can be like, okay, I'm kind of- Yeah, of course. Way. That's a good way, good healthy way to kind of mix it and up. It, for some- and it's not one of the store-bought ones that have aspartame in it or other fake sugars in it. It's mm-hmm. literally just fruit. Yeah. Well, when, if I'm ever in Florida and I hit the Publix- Yes. I'll be sure to get some- Public su- sweet tea and Publix chicken. And chicken. It's the best okay. fried chicken like anywhere. <laughs> More public sub. Okay, I could go on about Publix forever. Weight loss diet. <laughs> cool. Well, let, let's talk about. Do you kind of uh, just a quick question? Do you kind of 
count calories or now do you, you just kind of, you know, um, I did in the past Mm -hmm. and people would be surprised to find out that I lost more weight with a higher calorie diet than a lower calorie diet. Okay. Okay. Um, on days that I wasn't working out, I would typically do about 1,640 calories. Okay. And on days that I did work out, I would do 1,920 calories. Okay. Gotcha. So, cause low calorie is so popular and, and I'm not a nutritionist yet. Um, but your body needs fuel. Yeah. And if you're depriving your body of that fuel, then your body's just going to eat your muscle. So then you're actually, instead of having progress, you're going backwards because then your body's eating your muscle instead of eating these fuel that you're putting in your body with the food. So I lost more weight with my higher calorie diet than I ever did with a lower calorie diet. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I think that's, that is good. You don't want to, you know, burn up your muscle and right. Uh, it's definitely, I mean, I work hard for it. So I don't want to like work hard for it and then just it's gone. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about, uh, working hard and activity. Um, how did you kind of start with exercise or activity? I had a friend that invited me, um, to the workout program I do. And, uh, she was like, Hey, I'm going to try this workout program. Um, the only catch is you have to go at 5.30 in the morning. And I was like, <laughs> no, thank you. That's not for me. Say the same thing. <laughs> um, so, and and I, I literally told her no at first. And then I thought about it and I'm like, what do I have to lose? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I'm so miserable where I am in life right now. And that's not who I am. Yeah. I, I'm so thankful for life. I'm thankful for the people in my life and the opportunities I have in my life. And I was so miserable. And what's the point of, of going through this life every day like that, when I have the power in my hands to change that. So I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'll go. I went, I threw up. (laughs) Um, It was horrible. You worked hard. Um, And, but the, so I went and then, I decided to go back again. So I went back again and everything changed for me the second time I went. And it wasn't because of me, but it was because of other people. There was probably about 20 or 30 people there. And this particular time I went, there was just women um, and they were running. And I remember I had the shin splints. I had the horrible feet pain. I couldn't run. There was a woman. So I was about 230 ish pounds. Um, and there was a woman who had to have been over 300 pounds um, and she ran past me and I was so deflated and I was just like what am I even doing here this is so stupid I a a woman twice my size just ran past me and I felt like just stopping and crying and leaving and I had the trainer that was there I had met her the the few days before when I threw up. Um, And so she knew my name and she told the lady, she was like, that's Ashley out there, go get her. And these women that didn't know me for anything came running towards me, Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. They came out to where I was and they ran back in with me. So I wasn't alone. 
Cool. And just thinking about it now, like, man, I don't mean to be sappy or anything, but what a beautiful thing to, to encourage somebody like that, that you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was that moment. As soon as that class was done, I told that trainer, I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this because we were, we were very, very low income at the time, living on food stamps, on Medicaid. We didn't have a lot of money. Yeah. I said, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I have to be here. I have to do this awesome. because I've never felt like that in my life. And I went home and told my husband, I was like, babe, I don't know how, but I want to do this. And it, and he was like, how do you expect us to afford that? And I said, I will sacrifice whatever you want me to. I don't care. I will sell stuff. I will take a, a, cause I was a stay at home mom at the time. I was like, I will figure out how to make money because I have to do this. And I was, he could see like the determination in my eyes. And I had never, I'd never felt like that before, especially with health and fitness. And so he was like, I don't know how we're going to do it, but okay. And that was in January of 2017. Um, Haven't quit. I've kept going. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. That's awesome. Is that the camp that you were talking about? Yeah, Camp Gladiator. Camp Gladiator. And so kind of explain it a little for someone who Camp Gladiator is... um, it's nationwide it's in person and it's virtual it's one hour outdoor uh boot camp but the thing i love about it is my daughter started coming with me when she was 11 and there are 78 year olds that go um the trainers are not there for the money they are there to change lives and most of them in our area have become close friends of mine um they know you So they're going to push you, but they're not going to push you past your limits. And they're never going to expect you to do what someone else is doing because they understand that every single person is different. Mm -hmm. Um, And so without the community and the the thing that this company prides itself on is community. And it's really true. Like the community that's there, high fives all the time. Well, COVID right now it's air fives, but high fives all the time. We celebrate milestones. Um, We, we celebrate birthdays and all, all different kinds of events. We have our workout mats. We put our workout masks next to each other. Um, We partner up for different things. And it's just, I never have to try to figure out what do I do? I don't know what to do because there's a personal trainer right there and they tell you exactly what to do. And, um, two and a half years ago, I tore my rotator cuff because I went to work out when I had the flu. Don't do that. I went to work out when I had the flu and I had some 25 pound weights doing some overhead extensions and it, it tore and I felt it and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, that hurt. I'm fine, whatever. So for four months, I just kept going and crying pain, not figuring out before I finally went to the chiropractor and they were like, oh, your rotator cuff is torn. So during my healing process, I told my personal trainers, I was like, hey, I'm going to have to freeze my account. I can't do any upper body at all. This sucks. 
And they were like, no, we'll modify. We'll figure something out for you. And for six months, when everybody was doing something, if I couldn't do it, they'd give me my own workout to do, but they never left me behind. And so I still was on my health journey during that whole time of my shoulder healing. And I never felt, I mean, there was frustrations just because I wanted to lift when I couldn't, or I wanted to do a plank or a bear crawl or whatever. And I couldn't, but I never felt like, oh, well, uh, I I can't do as much. So they're just going to forget about me. Mm -hmm. Um, The community is so strong. And, and that's honestly why I'm here today is because the community of accountability I have around me. Yeah. Is that where I have two questions? Is that where you've kind of met some of your best friends in this mm-hmm. process? Yeah. And then two, what type of stuff do you guys usually do? Like you were kind of saying the time. So, so everything it's no two workouts are ever the same. Okay. So we have five weeks of rotation. We do the first week is endurance. So we'll do uh, lighter weights for longer or slower running for longer. Okay. Uh, second week is strength and agility, which is my favorite week. You do heavier weights for shorter amount of times and you do quicker yeah. movements. Yeah. Uh, third week is interval. So you'll do a minute high, a minute low. Yeah. The fourth week is peak where you just want to die the whole entire time, okay. uh, but it's fun. And then fifth week is kind of rest week. They don't have as many locations available. They want your body to go ahead and recoup for your muscles to build. Um, and yeah, that's where I met my community. And I'll tell you last year, when I went through those dark moments in my life, I did not tell many people just cause people that know me, know me as that annoyingly happy person. Yeah. And I didn't know how to tell people how bad I was struggling. And there was a few key people in my life from my workout program that did not let me quit. I was ready to quit everything in life and just stay home and just take care of my kids and survive because it was just a, such a dark time mm-hmm. and they wouldn't let me, they, wow. they pulled me out all yeah. the time. And I don't think I would have been able to come through that process as quickly as I did without the community of people around me and um, the way that they pushed me. And I'm so thankful for them. And I love being that for other people as well. Yeah, no, that's huge. The accountability. Um, it's amazing how it can help you in ways you might not even expect. Yeah. Um, how, how often do you weigh yourself? Oh, I think that varies. Um, the average, I would say, is on a weekly basis. Um, if I'm trying to reach a goal, I'll do it a little bit more. So when I first started and I would weigh myself, if I weighed more than I wanted to, I'd be really upset. If I weighed the same, I'd be really upset. If I lost, I'd be happy. But now it's different. If I weigh myself and I weigh more, then it's like, all right, I'm just going to have to push a little bit harder. That's okay. If I weigh myself and I weigh the same, I'm like, hey, I didn't gain and I'm just going to have to push a little bit harder. That's okay. And if I weigh myself and I'm lose, I lose. I'm like, hey, that's awesome. Still going to push a little bit harder. So That's awesome. The thing is with this weight loss journey, when I went into this, I didn't want to be fat. That was my why. You need a why. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But your why is not going to stay the same and it doesn't need to stay the same. My why has changed many times. My why started because I didn't want to be fat. And when my husband would tell me I was beautiful, it hurt. I I don't, I don't know if that sounds dumb, but he would tell me I was beautiful and I would get angry and I would hurt 
because I felt so ugly and I hated who I was. Mm -hmm. So I didn't want to be fat. And then my why changed that I wanted when he said I was beautiful, I didn't want to feel that way because I would seriously get mad at him mm. and I would end up yelling at him because it is so your mind, man, it hurts so much. And I'd be like, don't tell me that. I know that you're lying to me. Nobody could ever think I'm beautiful. Yeah. My why then changed to my kids and I want to be a part of my kids' lives forever. As long as the Lord wills me to be on this earth, I want to be a part of my kids' lives as much as I can and not from the background. And then my why changed to me. I want to be the healthiest version of me so that I can help my family be the healthiest version of themselves. Through this weight loss journey, I went from being a mom and being a wife and being pushed in the background to now I understand how important I am. Yeah. I put others first in my life. But now when it comes to health, I come first because I can't teach my kids mm -hmm. and I can't help my husband be the best version of themselves if I'm not being the best version of myself. Yeah. In a world where we're told you put your kids first, and I'm not saying in, in other situations, yes, I always buy them stuff before I buy me stuff. Yeah. But when it comes to your health, you have to put yourself first because you need to be the best version of you for those around you. Mm -hmm. My kids are better off now because I took the time for me and I know I matter now. Yeah. And, and so this health journey is so much more than just a number on a scale or a size in your clothes. If you can get to the place where you have mental freedom from it, it changes your life. It changes the way you walk. It changes the way you see yourself. You know, like I said, I still have weight to lose, but you can't tell me that I'm not freaking amazing because I am, because I've worked to be here. Yeah, you proved it to yourself. Yeah. And so you would go to the camp um, like five or six times a week, you were saying? Yeah, it would vary. It really just depends on what's going on in my life. Uh, three to six days, some weeks I'd be rocking it and I'd be able to go six days. Okay. Some days I have lessons to take my kids around to. Yeah. And you know what, some, some weeks I'm just not feeling it. And maybe I go two times a week, but yeah. you know, that doesn't change the way I eat. Um, and I, I have other active things in my life. I love bike riding. Bike riding's a big thing for me. Um, I love yard work. It's really sad. We live in an apartment right now, so I don't have yard work. And I'm up to Minnesota. We got nothing <laughs> <laughs> to do. Um, so, but yeah, when we had a yard, Saturday yard work was my thing. I love being out in the heat, which I will never move to Minnesota because you guys don't have enough heat. If global warming continues, <laughs> we might be like paradise up here soon. I won't hold my breath. <laughs> um, so, but you know, being active is so many different things. Yeah. I love walks. I usually take, I know a lot of people in our community um, and I usually take a walk most nights a week for 40 minutes to an hour with some different ladies in our community and we catch up and we talk. So yeah. not every person's going to work out the same. Mm -hmm. um, not every person's going to have the same amount of time. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, there are people that say I have no time. You will make time for the things that are important to you. When I started working out, um, I had to go at 5.30 in the morning. And for six months, I went at 5.30 in the morning. That I, I mentioned, I have sleep apnea and insomnia 
I don't get much sleep. Five thirty in the morning was stupid. I, I had to wake up like at four fifty in the morning in order to yeah. do it. Yeah. But that's what I had to do. And I did it. Yeah. And and now uh, I have availability. My kids are older. I have availability to move around my schedule. Um, but if you want something bad enough, you will take those excuses and you will throw them out the window. When you realize that you matter and you are important enough to make these sacrifices, then you will make them mm -hmm. and you'll stick with it. It It's mind over matter. The, yeah. Those cliche sayings are so true. Yeah. You have to understand how important you are. And if you can get to this place of freedom in your mind, um, there's nothing you can't accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. Let's kind of switch to the mentality, the mind. We've already kind of talked about, <laughs> you know, it's um, how has your thinking evolved, you know, maybe from before to starting to lose weight to now? Well, you know, just like I was saying of it before, it was more about it was more about a number on a scale. It was more about how I looked in certain things. Um, there's so much more. A little deeper now. Freedom. Okay. Now, yeah. freedom to to be happy where I am, to celebrate where I am. But that doesn't mean don't continue to work on yourself. I don't think we could ever be done working on ourselves, no matter what it is, whether it's financially, it's mentally, emotionally, physically, like, mm -hmm. what yeah. do you have to lose to improve yourself? Yeah. You know what, you're 50 years old, you're thinking about go to, going back to school, go back to school, your life isn't over. Yeah. As long as you're on this side of eternity, you always have the opportunity to work on yourself. Yeah. And so I no longer feel like, okay, I got to go work out and I got to eat the right things. Like yeah. it's just a part of who I am now. Life's and it's a part of my everyday joy. Yeah. It, it's my mind is no longer jailed by the way I look, but my mind is free and happy and thankful, thankful that I can do the things that I can do because, you know, there are people in this world whether it be some type of illness or the way that they were born or whatever it is that they, not everybody has the same opportunities, but even yeah. the most inspiring stories you will see is from someone that you was, you see is born a certain way that you think that they would never accomplish anything in life. And you see their accomplishments and you're like, holy crap, what am I doing with my life? Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. so mentally, my mind is so much more free and happy now and 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 no longer enslaved by those things that it used to be. That's awesome. Do you kind of have people in your life that still give you like negativity at all or do you feel like you've kind of purged that out? Yeah, I don't think so. I have really annoyingly encouraging people in my life. That's awesome. Uh, and I think, you know, even if there was someone that might have a negative thing, they know it's just going to bounce off of me because of who I am now. Because, and, and I really do give the credit to this journey that I've walked through yeah. of who I am now. I am a completely different person than I was three years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's because 
I've learned who I am through this journey and I've learned my importance in this world through my journey. So I think if there even was anybody that had negative thoughts towards me or anything, they see who I am and how I walk with my head held high and this confidence, not conceited, but confidence. Mm -hmm. And it's like, why waste your time? That girl ain't going to believe anything you say anyways, because I won't, because I know who I am. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. My brother will give me corrective criticism and, and I'm totally open for that. Uh, Like I said, we'll never be done uh, working on ourselves on this side of eternity. So I am open Mm -hmm. to people speaking into my life and me taking what they've said and saying, okay, does that have merit? Could I change this about me? Do I need to work on this about me? Um, But that's a part of growing is being able to listen to corrective criticism when it's done with a good heart, not, you know, a nasty person, but when it's done with a good heart of taking those things and learning from them. I feel like you've answered a lot of the questions that I uh, asked this section. So I'm kind of modifying it. I apologize. Like a long-term goal or do you feel like you're just kind of like on your journey and you're not worried about, you know, another 20 pounds. You're just kind of worried about like, doing what you need to do today and you enjoy it it sounds like so both actually so um i am going next year to enroll to get my nutritional certifications so i feel like i do need to meet some goals Mm -hmm. uh some more goals um for people to feel like okay this girl's she's met some i mean i've already met some really great goals um, but I, I just want to absolutely be the best version of myself mm-hmm. before I'm trying to speak into other people's lives to help them. Mm-hmm. So I do have more goals. I don't know if I necessarily have a number on a scale or a size goal. Okay. I think my main goal is to truly be the best version of myself physically, mentally, you know, been working a lot with my doctor about uh, trying to figure out my sleep apnea and my insomnia. And, you know, right now my weight is actually stuck. You know, I've been going through some thyroid tests and stuff like that. And I haven't been losing weight in the past, like two and a half months, even though I'm doing everything right, but it doesn't change it. It's, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop living healthy because yeah. the number on my scale isn't moving. Yeah. I'm not going to start putting bad foods in my body and stop being active. I still want to be the best version of myself because I may not be able to see my organs, but they're there. Yeah. And I may not be able to see my heart, but it's there and it needs me to work it out. You're literally making your heart stronger when you're working out. You're making it pump fast yeah. and then you're giving it rest to slow down and pump fast. It's, it's a muscle. Yeah. And you need to work out that muscle. Mm-hmm. So whether I'm seeing those results I want right now in this moment, yeah. I don't plan on stopping. I I want my kids to learn this lifestyle yeah. of, of being healthy in, in all aspects. And I'll tell you what, when I work out, it's not always just for weight loss, but there are times where my husband will be like, I think you should probably go to her workout. Um, you seem a little off. He'll say it gently, <laughs> but basically, babe, I don't like who you are right now. You need to go work out. Yeah. I had a friend, she works out with me. And when she first, she signed up and the week she signed up, her fiance passed away and she called me and she was like, 
I can't do this. I can't work out. And I was like, I get it. Absolutely. She called me the next week and she said, Hey, my car died and I had to push it up a hill. And I felt good afterwards. Like I cried and I was mad. And when I was done, I felt good. And she working out, got her through the process of mourning the loss of her fiance. Okay. You're releasing those endorphins. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll take whatever I'm going through in my life. You know, when I was in that dark place, I'll take that stuff. I'll bring it to me with my workout. I'll think about it while I'm working out. I'll be angry and I'll run faster and I'll push harder. And when I'm done, it's like, I feel lighter. Okay. Like my kids, I love my kids. Um, but I don't, I don't know if you have kids, but kids sometimes are (laughs) so there are times where i'm like i've got to get away from my kids and i'll go work out and i'll come back and i love them and i can appreciate them more and so if the mindset again back to the mindset we need to release our minds and and get rid of all the crap that we thought we know knew about health and fitness and realize it's so much more yeah it it is my my mental it is my physical it is my emotional Mm -hmm. there's it's all together when when you say what's the what is your your health goal my health goal is all of it my body my emotions my spirit my soul is one package they all dwell right here Mm -hmm. so what's the point of me working on my finger and neglecting everything else? I need to work on all of it. And through my health and fitness journey, that's what I've been able to do. And I didn't even know I needed to do that. There was so much I didn't know about myself and who I could be before I started this. And so it's crazy how the desire to want to lose weight Mm -hmm. changed the course of my life and changed who I am and, and my, my freedom of not caring what other people think. Yeah. I'm just, I'm so thankful for it. I'm so thankful for this whole journey. I would do it again and again if I had to. Yeah. I don't think I would change things. I love my journey. Um, I love that I worked hard. I love that I learned I could work hard. I love that I learned what a beast I am and there some days are better than other but yeah I love all of it so much that's awesome yeah it is amazing how it can like affect your work or relationships Um, your marriage your kids (laughs) all of it yeah being a being a role model too I think is huge you know yeah it grows up with a parent who is unhealthy drinking it could just set them off on such a bad track yeah, definitely. Of course, you know, you could, you're changing their life mm-hmm. eventually. So cool. Well, this is awesome. You have some amazing advice. Uh, any uh, kind of questions I didn't ask about that you want to mention? I don't think so. I, I, I think first and foremost is for people to find out for them what eating looks like. You know, they say with weight loss, 
it's 80% in the kitchen, you know, and it's really true. It really is. And so you want to look at what that looks like for you. And I don't, I personally know everybody's different and everybody finds success in different ways. I don't personally think a fad diet is the right way to go. I don't want you. Anything that's a fad. Yeah. I don't want you to limit yourself and be so miserable in what you're doing for your goal that you end up binging and you're unhappy. Yeah. Do what makes you happy. Find the resources, find people to look up to that motivate you. But if there are people that you're following on social media that make you feel bad about yourself, And that you look at and you're like, I want to be like them, but I can never be like them. I'm so fat and I'm so this and I'm so slow. Like I'm one of the slowest runners. I hate running. Let me just tell you this. I hate running, but I can run and I'm blessed to be able to run. And I die every single time I run because it's so hard, but I can do it. So find people that motivate you and and delete the people that make you feel bad about yourself. Because whether you just started this journey, whether you've been on this journey for a while, whether you were on the journey and then you fell off, the fact of the matter that you're even thinking about being on this journey mm-hmm. means you're successful. Yeah. And take that. And don't, when you're, when you're starting to work out, don't look at the person next to you and try to be as fast as them. Try to lift as heavy as them. Take it slow because your form is way more important than how many reps you can do. And your form in running is way more important than the distance that you can go and the amount of time that you can. I will always tell someone who first joins me in a workout, I'll see them. And I did the same thing. It's automatic. You try to go as fast as the same person next to you because you don't want to be looked at. You don't want to be slow. But that's how you hurt yourself. And if you are consistent with it, you'll get a little faster and a little stronger each time. You can't expect this to be an overnight process. And there are going to be days where you don't want to do it. And you just have to say, is this worth it to me? Because if it is worth it to you, then you'll throw those excuses out the window and you'll do it. And I promise you one day you're going to look back and you're going to say, I'm so glad I didn't quit. Yeah, absolutely. That's great advice. Well, where can people get in touch with you? Um, I'm on Instagram. My name is faithfully underscore fit underscore mom five. Mom five. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I will have it. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, I post I post on there. I don't sell anything. I'm I don't sell for anyone. I'm, I always invite people to our workout program, but I don't work for them. I don't sell anything on my Instagram. It's my raw story. And I will post on there. I did not want to do this today or this workout sucked and I didn't have anything to give, but it's, it's, it's a real journey. It's yeah. truth. And, um, I like to post food on there. Um, uh, I love my Instapot. Everybody should buy an Instapot. It's made yeah. me a gourmet chef um and I love food a lot if you follow me you'll learn I really like food (laughs) um so so yeah I I just have real stuff on there and I'm not here to sell anything except for you being the best version of you awesome well thank you for being on uh if you're watching uh go check Ashley out follow her it's tough to find people who are real on on social media so Uh, check her out and uh, be sure to subscribe to my channel if you want thank you bye